gotta share the love Luckily, we don't need the interwebs to record a show. Because... The whole fucking neighborhood decided to go out. Yeah, I got home and I was thinking, like, I paid my bill, right? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I paid my fucking dude, bill. Dude, what the fuck? I, when I texted <laughs> Faith to uh, tell her, to ask her if it was working this morning, that's mm-hmm. the first thing she said, too. She was like, it was working this morning, did you pay the bill? Like, have I ever not paid the fucking bill? Come on. I mean, it's like, I know I paid the bill. Since I paid it like last week or whatever, so I remember doing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a confirmation in an email. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I paid my bill. Well, I'm glad to know that because honestly, I've been having trouble with my box. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad to know that it's not just me. I was thinking, wow, something's really wrong with the box now. Yeah. Because I have to like restart my box every once in a while or it won't let me change the channel. It's mm-hmm. weird. Um, and I went and got a new box. I took the old one in, got a new one, got a new remote and all that jazz. It's a pretty good beer, huh? Yeah, we're drinking Patagonia tonight. Mm-hmm. No offense to a Mayday. We just haven't had any in a while. Yeah. But uh, Ozzy, hook us up, dog. <laughs> we got to go out there and get I'm not even sure if he still wants to sponsor us. Right. But He did come and hang out with us the other night. which was Yeah, we had a good hang the other face. night. Got to get <laughs> some stuff off of our uh, respective chests to each other. And then you showed up, I think, after bowling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, drinking the uh, drinking the Patagonia beers and growing your beard out and wearing oh. your uh, your summer button downs. You look like you should be bowling. I feel yeah. I'm bowling uh, Wednesday. I'm excited. Last last uh, game of the last match of the season. Is I'm a little sad to see that, but I was going to do the summer league, but I think uh, two weeks in Croatia is going to kind of get in the way of that. So yeah, I think that that's will, a good trade off. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> I'll go chill in the Baltic for a couple of weeks. It's cool. I'm actually spending three days in uh, Slovenia first, yeah. which should be interesting. Now, you're going through. Have you already made the arrangements? Yeah, everything's set up. Cool. So, are you going through. College and stuff. Are you just hanging out in Croatia, or are you going to, like, because she's from Bosnia, right? Mm-hmm. So, you going so there. So, I'm yeah. spending three days in tra- uh, Slovenia. Transylvania. Transylvania. <laughs> I really want. I, honestly, I wanted to be Transylvania. come back, but you need to perfect I'm going to go that see that accent. castle that that inspired the Dracula. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Uh, that would be an interesting castle to see. Um, so, we're going to spend three days in uh, Slovenia. And then Croatia, and then I think we're gonna pop into Bosnia for a day or two. That's awesome. Three three country tour. I'm a little excited, man. I'm I'm nervous because I've never traveled overseas before. Got your passport and everything all set up. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. So. uh, Did you have to? Did you have to pay the extra for the advance for the? the I did not because when I went to go talk to a lady. I was like, so I guess I need to expedite this, yeah, 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 because I need it by this date. She was like, on, she was like, I don't think you need to. She's like, honestly, because uh, they're doing like a three-week turnaround right now. Three to four weeks is what at the most. Four weeks at the most right now. So, you know, at, at the worst, I'll have it the first week of June. Yeah, so. mine came a lot faster when I got. I I've had mine a couple of years now, but yeah. I remember it coming a lot faster on mm-hmm. it than they said it would. That's awesome, man. We, uh, I know we had talked about tagging along with you guys, but it just mm-hmm. it came up a little bit too quick. Um, and we, but we might. It's not cheap. I mean, it's fourteen hundred bucks for uh, a lot of the lodging is free because we have free accommodations in yeah, Croatia. Yeah, that's it too. You don't want to drag along another couple when you guys got the free room because then it's a little bit of imposing. It wouldn't be imposing. I'd love to have you guys. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, see the the Mediterranean sort of yeah lifestyle, you know, and well, eat dude, some of that great Mediterranean Mediterranean cuisine. We'll have to pick your brain about it because we yeah. might be going to like well. I got faith. She's always wanted to go to the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. And when we went to the steeplechase events last week, uh, they do the, like, remember I told you about this cigar smoking championships oh, and all that? Yeah. Well, they their main event is in Split, Croatia. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so I never thought that she would have any, like, I would convince her to go to a cigar smoking event overseas. But mm-hmm. to go to the Mediterranean, she's like, fuck it, I'll go do that. Well, to give you listeners at home a visual perspective, that's where they filmed the King's Landing scenes is in Croatia. Okay. So it's that that sea and that sort of those kind of cities, you know. So 
But I th it's gonna be beautiful. I think we've decided instead to do London and Spain, England, Spain, France, like as like a little three, because we have. That's very doable. Literally, you just get a train. Yeah, but the trains are because they're because it's close. They're not as cheap as you may think. I've heard somebody say they're like a couple hundred bucks a ticket to get on the train. It's still not but, that bad though. But. Because we got that invite to go visit. So you got to get, like, the Euro Pass or whatever. Like, like yeah, that sort of we'll figure that I'm stuff sure out, man. Yeah, I'm sure there's ways to get cheaper. I can hook... I can... Well, because we have our... We got invited to come visit um, London. Mm -hmm. So uh, that gave us the idea that, you know, Faith's always wanted to go to Europe. She's always wanted to see Barcelona. So, like, we can probably jump over from England to, you know, to France and then do Spain and then head back and then maybe... Do the, the do the Mediterranean sometime in the future as like a separate trip. Like do like Croatia, Sicily. Like I want to go to Sicily where my mom is from. Well, that's the cool part is when you're in Croatia, you're literally a ferry ride away from Italy. Yeah. So I think we we actually might go to Italy too and do because uh, I think the closest spot is uh shit. What's that place that floods all of Venice? Venice. Yeah. So from where we're staying, you can take I think it's like an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hour ferry ride. That'd be dope, Venice. dude. I would ferry to Venice. Over That's to awesome. Venice and then hang out. I might do that. I might have to do that. It was questionable whether we might want to do that. I was like, you know what? If I'm that close, a two-hour ferry ride, well, I might as well go see fucking I, I'm Venice. I'm sure she's been, right? She like, has yeah. been once to Venice. So, yeah, so I but, I mean, she's con she's familiar with the whole area you guys are going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I was going to say, yeah, so she knows how to travel, but one thing I learned in the last... You know, two years that I've been doing like a shitload of traveling is don't there's something to, there's two types of traveling, man. There's the if you like when I went to Jamaica, mm -hmm. I did not plan anything because I just wanted to go chill and and see, you know, just figure out what I'm going to do when I get there. Mm -hmm. But if, if that's if sometimes if you do that, you end up missing a lot of stuff if you don't plan stuff out ahead of sure. time. So if you if you want to hit if you want to maximize your vacation mm -hmm. and get it like do as much cool stuff as you can, yeah, you need to plan out what you want to do ahead mm -hmm. of time. Be like, oh, we're gonna go here this day, here this day. Yeah, traditionally, I am much I'm much more of a relaxer, mm -hmm. especially when there's ocean involved. I just sort of like to be by the ocean, and you know. But you're right, you do miss soaking up some of that culture yeah. and you can and squeeze course, that in the good news is is that my girlfriend tends to be very uh organized, organized. like yeah. she's got shit planned like, yeah so you know we might not get to it all but she's got shit yeah planned, so. and you you squeeze those chill days in in between mm -hmm. i mean fuck you're gonna be gone for a while man you could take a couple of days and hang out by the beach or you like you do your activities like when Faith and I went to Cuba, we did our activities during the day, but then usually by like four or five in the afternoon, we were done. And we would just go chill for the rest of the night or whatever. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. We made sure that we that we picked one day where we didn't have anything scheduled though, so we can just kind of revisit the things that we wanted to do on our own. You know, and that, I think you gotta have that. Yeah. Have a beach day, have a chill day. Speaking of that, man, uh, obviously I'm not caught up, and everybody hates spoilers, but last night was the last episode, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, were you without giving too much away? Were you mm -hmm. happy with the way it ended? Were you accept? <laughs> were you? I guess happy is a relative term because no one ever likes to see the show end. But were you content? Um, were you satisfied with the way it ended? I'm satisfied with some of it. Uh, for the most part, though, there were it, it was just very anticlimactic, anticlimactic, and um, not really. No. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say... I didn't think it was that great. And uh, I don't have an opinion because I'm not caught up, but I, d I have heard a lot of people say that they're really disappointed with this final season. Like, I feel like I'm just sort of like this chick that's hanging on to the abusive boyfriend. It's like, when it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, the first seasons were really amazing. They got me into the fucking story, you know, and mm -hmm. I fell in love with these characters, and then they just beat the shit out of me in the last season and a half. Now, you know, do, you th like, do you think... Now, I know that... And not to uh, make fun of domestic violence, but you know well, what I'm George saying. George R. Martin, right, is not done writing no, the books. No, Jon Snow's still dead in the fucking books, dog. That's where they're at. So, I mean... So Spoiler this was... It, this. I wonder if this was a rushed through thing based on the show. It writers, absolutely was or? rushed. I mean, this season should have been... A full season. It like. should have been 10 episodes at the minimum to really... Because the problem... I think the problem that everyone's having is like 
all of these major sort of changes and things are happening without the build-up or story behind mm-hmm. it. You know, how far, how close are you? I'm only in like season three, but I've heard. I don't really I, personally. I don't well, care about spoilers because I like the story, but I don't want you to spoil it for any listeners yeah. out there who might be. Well, I just said I've heard Snow. Well, the, spoiler, that's fine. Sure. But I mean, well, I've heard. Fuck you, assholes! If you haven't watched yeah. this fucking show, fuck you. Well, the one I'm thing I hear that people are upset about was that apparently there was a uh, Jon Snow had to say goodbye to his wolf, and it was really kind of cold and sh- and quick. And there were people who were expecting like a lot more build up to like this animal that's been part of the show for like ten years, and <sighs> that gets were, that gets settled. That gets settled in a certain way. But I don't know, man. It, it's it's just. It's uh, It didn't end well. Look, honestly, it just ended like you're just sort of like, what I don't the fuck? Like, I don't you like know? shows that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like shows that don't pay off. They don't pay off. This one certainly didn't pay off, in my opinion. You know, they always teased a bittersweet ending. It was pretty much all just there was nothing sweet about it. <laughs> it was just bitter. It was just bitter. It was just fuck, like man, that's a lot that's of that. Tough. Like, you know, what kills me is a lot of these characters you're so invested in, and it's like, I guess. The bitter part of it really is that a lot of these characters just end up sort of saying goodbye in a way, but in a way that it's like, okay. You know, I mean, I, I'm trying to describe this. I'm sweating in Tony's house, by the way. Dude, Tony it's 75 degrees in here. It's No, no. I walked in his house, and the thermostat was literally 82 degrees. It was, it was at 76. No, it was at 82 degrees. Oh, I turned shit. it down to 75, and the fucking AC kicked on. Goddamn Florida people. Y'all are some fucking weirdos. Sorry. It's got nothing to do with the fucking 5.4% Pilsner you feeding me all night. No, it's fucking monstrously hot in here. I don't know how you do it. See, I'm just hating on you because I can't sleep in this environment. If I can't sleep in this environment, I can't live in this environment. Oh, my God. (laughs) God, Dude, you've you've been complaining about this for years. It's not that bad. Folks at home is totally fucking bad. So, Tony. I'm going to call our friend Kyle and see what he thought about the last episode because he's a really big fan, too. So, we'll see if... Uh, yeah. If you take your thermostat on 71, you're my friend. It's environmentally friendly-ish, and it's still sleepable. This is good pop. Hey. Hey, I, I was hoping you'd be by yourself if you put, if you put me on speaker. So... <laughs> well, you are on speaker and you're on the podcast, so I'm going to edit that out now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so, hey, we're talking about the last episode, and we don't want any spoilers, but Chris said he was dissatisfied. I want to get your opinion. Were you satisfied or dissatisfied? I was saddened that it's over, and I think overall, was I satisfied? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, hey. let me go off speaker all the Kyle. What I wasn't satisfied with is I think that there were that the, the season as a whole, we are we devalued the the great things that were in the season and the last episode. AKA the writing. Well, I mean, this season think, was all about action. Yeah, like they emphasize there. There's so much depth and so much character development um, that I feel like it. They almost kind of rushed the uh, the. The last season, however, they're smart to end it because you you gotta end on top. Like you can't let it drag out. Like I've been saying, they didn't end on top though. That last season just like put like a See, fucking asterisk next to the. Whole I've heard a lot of people shit. say they were it was very anticlimactic and it didn't pay off. Well, if you rewatch, if you rewatch season seven, so much, so much happens, and some great stuff happens, and I think that. If anything, um, I mean, they really could have made a couple episodes, put them back to back, and and and, and uh, I don't know. But rewatching season seven and season eight, I think you it reminds it's you're easy, it's easy to forget what crap happens in the show. And if re, you rewatch maybe the last the uh, last season right, and the season together, I think people would appreciate <laughs> it more. Everyone's watched it. They know. They yeah, know. I mean, I'm still going to watch it. They know that season eight was rushed. It's like, you know, you're in the fucking grocery line and you've, you know, you're fucking checking out, but you've got 100 items and that person behind yeah. you's got 10. There's been a lot of criticism of this season, and I'm wondering is it, is it, 
Is it just because people are like criticizing it because it's the last season? No, the no, writing uh, the I've writing perfect, was rushed. I've got the Shit. perfect perfect uh, explanation for it. Is you know everyone loved the first Matrix because it was freaking amazing and there was and there was a lot of unknown and a lot of buildup and you, you're you're shown a snapshot of that story and at first at first. Matrix is a, is a classic. Yeah, but Cal, everyone loves an origin story. Everyone loves an origin. It's never going to get replicated, and everyone expects... Origin movies are um, always better. When things continue, that, oh, it's got... It's, 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 oh, this sucks, or that sucks, or like a band with a great album that never... Like the Weezer never replicated a Blue Album or Pinkerton or whatever, but at the end of the day, no one... The, 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 what makes a good movie or a good show is the mystery and... Now that we've seen the dragon, yeah. now that we've seen when the mystery gets solved and it's never lives up to your expectations, it's like it's always going to be a bummer. Well, now, well, now, now that we now that the cat's out of the bag, um, all the great stuff that happens in that in this last season, Sorry, I don't right. think people appreciated it as much because they've already been shown the goods. They've already been banging the girl for six oh, months. You got the kids, and they're Kyle. used to it now. You know, after working for it for. Work, you know, working at it for a while. So yeah. I hate when I, I work at it for a while. That's I don't the get the syndrome that they're under. But at the end of the day, you you can't you can't. I don't think we, there's such thing as a satisfying ending aside from possibly. Folks, that would have went on for fucking ever if we didn't stop that. We had to put a stop to that fucking nonsense. <laughs> Oh man! I now I have to go back and edit out that him doing some stuff there. No, that was perfect. That was perfect. We're not editing shit. We're leaving that in there. Oh, by the way, we don't have a guest, folks. We're just sort of <laughs> we're, we're fucking doing our thing here. So we're listening. So to does this Patagonia beer have to do with the company Patagonia? And it's from California. I have no clue. I would. I don't know. I mean. Patagonia is Patagonia is that a trademark thing? Fairfield, Patagonia California. is a place, right, or, or an area? I thought it was a like it was the brand, right? The the well, yeah, it's the uh, uh, sportswear, you know, athletic yeah. sort of hiker hipster shit. Like we would be able to look that up if the internet wasn't fucking out. Yeah. So by the way, uh, the the entire uh, Nashville area has no cable, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Comcast fucking up, bastards. Oh, look at that smooth thing. That's Thundercat, y'all. Ch- what y'all know? Let me see. We're a very professional podcast. Both of us are on our phones right now. Well, I'm, I'm just, trying to look I'm, up. I'm play-by-playing this shit. We I'm trying to look asshole. up if there's no. I'm trying to look up if Patagonia asshole. beer is related to Patagonia the brand. So, <laughs> so I played a, a 16-year-old's birthday party. That's the high point of my fucking musical career. This uh, so this past Saturday. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So let's uh. So look, check it out. So my band, Malibu Blackout, uh, uh, Corey, the uh, pretty much the the main songwriter and lead singer of the band. He uh, his nephew, who's awesome, fucking by the way, just turned sixteen, and they actually really like our band, you know. So we're like, well, fuck it, we'll play the set, you know. And I end up going kayaking uh, all day Saturday, so I'm worn out. Fucking get a shower, kind of do a thirty minute nap on the couch, mm-hmm. go out to the fucking gig, and like well, I call it a gig, go to the party, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically uh, his nephew and his you know teenage friends. And then a bunch of adults just getting really fucked up around him, which is unfair yeah. in my opinion. Like, here's a bunch of like thirty-something adults just getting drunk, having a great time, and these teenage kids are sort of like just they're just hanging out. It was really a party for us. What's yeah. funny? I made the joke was like, it's like you know how Americans make Cinco de Mayo like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like the Americans love an excuse to get drunk, St. Mm-hmm. Patty's Day or whatever. 
That's what this party was. It was like an excuse for the adults to get fucked up. Dude, I think that's what you it do when you have kids. Like, yeah, it just, was great. It was hilarious. Like, you need a reason to get <coughs> fucked up with your friends. So, and all your friends, like, you can, if you, you have, if, if if your friends also have kids, you invite them over for the birth. Kids play in the yard. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it was when I was. That's how it was when I was growing up. Yeah, it was parents just like, got drunk and yeah. we played video games yeah. and you know rode bikes. It was great. Like even like neighborhood block parties. That's all it is. It was like, you know, that's exactly what it was, man. I would. I remember playing, uh, like, yeah, just playing. In the, we didn't have video games at the time, but we played, like, board games and, like, sure Legos and shit. And fucking you, you're not that much older than me. You guys had the same video games we had. We got we got a Nintendo. My dad got a Nintendo, like, a, an old Nintendo when I was a kid, but it was, like, his. We were only allowed to play it when he was with us. Hey, I'm going to play some E.G. Vine in the background. How about okay. that? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, formerly of uh, the band One Cent Stamp. This dude's got some, uh, he's doing solo shit now. He's amazing. See, I yeah, saw he's him blowing last up. Week. Yeah, he's, I saw him, I saw him uh, last uh, last week at uh, the basement. It was a great show. Uh, There's a basement show coming up. I think I'm going to soon. I think Charlie Lack's playing. Yeah, yeah. But so Patagonia easy. Beer is not related to okay. the brand. I didn't think the so. The brand is actually suing Anheuser-Busch for, for the label. Oh, so this is an Anheuser-Busch beer. Okay, It's cool, a cool. InBev beer, yeah. Cool, So cool. now Patagonia, the brand, does make its own beer. Um... Do, 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 called Long Root, and they have a beer company called Long Root Beer, and and it's a, uh, but it's not, but for some reason it's not. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't use the Patagonia right. beer. Why didn't they why, just in the brand? Like, yeah, that's stupid. And apparently they didn't trademark it as a beer exactly. brand. Exactly. So. You, well, it's called uh, Patagonia Cerveza, Cerveza. technically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Patagonia beer. So fuck you know. That's what those fucking hippies, they smoke too much fucking weed, designing those goddamn they forgot clothes. Forgot to fucking, they forgot fucking to mountain trademark people, their those shit. Fucking, those hippie hipsters, you know. Their goddamn fucking glu- glucose intolerant diets with vegan, sorry, I'm oh, half drunk. And don't trust the vegan. I went and had dinner tonight and had a few beers. Um, Wait, what was I talking about? I was talking about something before. Uh, before you I just point at me like Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, just, like, uh, I had a grand point to make and it's gone. Well, fuck it. Tony, how are you doing, man? I have a confession to make, man. Okay. Um, I, actually, I have to admit this to people. I did something this week that uh, that I've talked about. I made fun of a lot on the show. You know, I'm, I'm just going to come out and say it, man. I didn't did rip, rip the Band-Aid off. Um... This weekend, I scooted, and I liked it. Oh, the the mm-hmm. scooters, the little yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you? What'd you do? When did you do that? Um, Saturday, we went to get um, some beers downtown, and then we had to stop at the liquor store on the way home. And I scooted from downtown to Flugel McDougal's, and then we took and then we bought our liquor, and then got a regular lift to go from McDougal's home. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you if you have not scooted yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very fast and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> especially intoxicated, right? Um, I mean, I would never do something like that because I think you can still get in trouble by scooting drunk. Sure, so I would never do anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> but right? if I was the There's kind of guy, there's got to be some kind of DUI situation. <laughs> There's got to be a scoot uh, SUI. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> I'm gonna hold off on the scoots for a while. So I'm gonna put it off as long as I can, much like. Uh, uh, online dating. I've, I've yet to have done that, and I'm proud of that fucking fact. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. wear that fucking badge. Well, I mean, honor. I mean, you have a girlfriend, so <laughs> <coughs> even before <laughs> when I was lonely and fucking, you know, not depressed because I don't get. I, I'm, I'm very well. I'm very good by myself. That's what, another thing that I pride myself on. This is gonna be Chris's pride of proud of himself moments tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very well on my own. Um, in fact, uh, even when I have someone, I tend to want to be alone. Um, it's just in my nature, you know what I mean. And there's no sc- and there's no scooting. So you, we found tonight that you're very proud of being alone and not scooting. And yeah, <laughs> and fucking well, and being okay with being alone. Yeah. Because truth be told, uh, you know, if, if until you're comfortable being alone with yourself and being, you know your only company then you'll never be happy being with someone else because you have to know yourself alone and be comfortable with that before you can ever be happy with someone else (laughs) you know what i mean 
I always wish people would get over that fear of being alone. It's like, it's scary. It is scary. And sometimes I fucking fear death. I'm scared to die. I don't want to die because I know I haven't done things. But I'm, I'm getting okay with the fact that I can break those that sort of expectation of me, you know. And, well, what and, about... And do it. And I can it, be by myself. And there's some dignity in it. There is dignity. And there's also... Um, there's a certain level of you have to you know be okay with being with yourself but people do tend to there judge are, you there are there's got to be something to be said for putting in the effort right to be with somebody else or sure. like like I I'm okay with being alone mm-hmm. and are you I actually when I was single before mm-hmm. I met Faith I was pretty happy but Towards the end there, not so much. Like I started getting in my head a lot. I started getting get in. you got start, the itch. You started know, getting, we all get the itch. Started little getting a little depression from being alone for so long. Mm-hmm. And uh Take yourself. I don't know, man. I don't wanna I don't wanna that that's fine now when I'm like you know, about to turn thirty nine next week, but what happens when I'm forty nine, fifty nine? Do I just wanna be alone forever? Like, I don't either, but sometimes you know. like I guess you gotta do some. Sh- you gotta, sometimes you gotta. I'm sm- saying gotta the ultimate goal is to be with someone, right? Mm. But until you're comfortable being on your own, you'll never be able to find someone that that you can be honest with and that you can. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people, and I have so many friends that are in these interesting situations where they're either a they're alone but they're not happy with themselves, or b they're with someone and they're not happy. I don't know. I just, you know, I went all dark on you, but uh, it's got to be that Patagonia. It is. You mind if we take a break? I need to dance. Yeah, let's take a quick break. (laughs) And we're back. (coughs) They want to put me in the movies. Feeling frisky tonight. Gonna make a big star out of me. Hmm. Anybody else on that, that shit? I'll be the biggest thing ever hit the big time. All I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I hope you come and see me in the movies. Yeah. And I know that you will plainly see. Yeah. Biggest fool that ever hit the big time. And all, all I got to do is act naturally. naturally. Well, I <coughs> think I'm going to be a big star. Something you can never tell. <laughs> it's been a while, man. It's been a while. The Beatles, Beatles did a great version of that song, too. Ringo Starr was a big fan of Buck Owens, so yeah, that's man, where that so came from. Glad that you got that reference there, Tony. That's why I love you. Hmm. A little piece of sugar on my... <laughs> so you stick your finger in my sugar bowl. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my that's my espresso sugar. Nothing like raw sugar. What are we sipping on here? A little Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve. For you, uh, elitist out there. Tony, give me a musical request. What do you want to hear, Big Dog? Oh, what do I want to hear? What have I not heard in a while, man? Give me some of that fucking. <coughs> Give me some of that '80s fucking rock that we don't hear, man. Give me like some of that hair metal, that hair band shit, some Motley or some fucking something. This playlist on Spotify is called Hair Metal Haven. A little running with the devil. Yeah. And yes, we don't make money on this podcast, so we don't have to worry about playing. Yeah. Copyrighted yeah. tracks for a fucking whoever. Yeah, man. So back when life was simple. Till the AIDS epidemic hit, man. Back when white dudes were still cool. Remember those days when white dudes were cool? Oh, I'm still waiting for them to come back yeah, around. I'm waiting for that to come cool back again. around, dude. <laughs> white dudes are just not cool. If you're a white man in America, you are the most hated. We you're also, an endangered species. We also people miss, fucking hate you. <laughs> we missed our, we missed our generation, man. Because guys like me and you would, like, we would have went really well in like, 
with like Charles Bukowski or Hunter S. Thompson, like those yeah. that era of shit, like that, like just be like just getting fucked up and is in a being brilliant at getting fucked up is not as cool as it used to be. But yeah, then also there's those an art to it, those right? guys were also incredibly brilliant and put out a lot of work. So everybody thinks like you just you get famous by being a partier. No, you get famous by being a really talented person who actually. And then you have who, access to who has said party. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you could be a famous partier. That's basically. And you end up like Tom, a Kardashian. Hunter S. Hunter S. Thompson always been a partier, <clears throat> but he was also brilliant. But he has a brilliant career to back mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Back it up. But also his career was back influenced up, by the party. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So he, the party and his brilliance, they were intertwined. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, in a way, like, that's sort of what made some of these 80s hair bands famous is because they were infamous partiers and that was yeah. part of the shtick, you know, it was part of the, the thing. I couldn't imagine. You imagine waking up. Okay, you imagine playing. Close the set at 1, 12 o'clock, you're off stage. You party until 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 in the morning. Sleep, wake up 5, 6 in the afternoon, maybe later, and do it all over again. Yeah. Night after night. Now, being a 38-year-old person, I'm thinking that sounds fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. Fun, but at the same time, I couldn't I think I can go like anymore. two days. And yeah. then I'd be like, it's like Bonnaroo. You yeah. go to Bonnaroo, you just get wasted the whole time. Or like Vegas, like th- three days yeah. is max. Like. And, th- and then you're fucking done. It's like, can you imagine, like, yeah, man. That's why I think my outdoor festival days are done. I really enjoy it, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting about too old to fucking. I'm, I want to be one of those people that when you go to Bonnaroo, you can, they're freshly showered and you can tell they stay in a camper. Yeah. <laughs> you know or they mean? just like, came out for the day. They just came yeah. out. Yeah. They got home. They're driving home. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but you can't really experience Bonnaroo if you're driving home. You Dude, pretty much have to stay. It's I'm, all about the three, three or four yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning, you know, fucking dance off. Man, I just know from even Steeplechase last weekend. That just a one day of going all day long mm-hmm. is fucking tiresome, dude. Now oh, Faith yeah. did it right. She had, she was smart. She went in the car and took like a hour and a half nap. I just tried to power through, and I was fucking done by ten thirty. Yeah. Because I t- I tried to hold out, you know, so I would make it. I think I talked about this last week, but I tried to hold out so I can make it all night. And then when we, like when once we got to the after party, my like my attempt to try to hold out just gave up and I was like fuck it now I'm drinking all the fucking drinks yeah, and yeah. Uh, so it was like the whole the whole reason of me holding out was so that I can be present at the after party but I wasn't even that present because at that point I was on a mission just to catch up for the day and it was like it was it was fucked up man I don't know like, I I got I got to be I got to be a better fucking human <laughs> just be a better drunk you know be a smarter drunk you know pace yourself and you know Last they time I went to Bonnaroo, honestly, like, well, the last time I went to Bonnaroo, I just actually went on a Sunday for a day pass and just fucking hung out. But, um, uh, but the last time I like really went and stayed and all that jazz, mm-hmm. I just, I just went balls to the walls, stayed drunk all day. Mm-hmm. That's what kept me motivated. It's like I would basically stay at the beer tent and just stay drunk all fucking day. I don't think I could do it now. I mean, that was like five years ago. Four years ago was the last bar I went to. Four or five years ago. Man. You know, all day. I mean, I just, I, can't, I don't think I could do it now. It's a lot of drinking and boozing. It's like drunk, eat. Super drunk, eat. Super, super drunk, pass out. Wake up, eat. Well, I mean, you can't drunk, even walk eat. in my apartment if it's 78 degrees. How are you going to stay outside in the fucking blistering sun? Well, drunk I get acclimated, day? but it's a mental thing. I walk inside a, a, a residence, and I want to be nice and cool. Mm-hmm. You know, outside. I, do, I work outside. I get used to the heat, brother. I sweat all day. So it's like, yeah, I know what it's like, but it's like, you know, you, you know, it's the environment. If you're, a cu- if, you, if you're in a situation where you're gonna, you know you're outside and you're going to, you know, be drunk, then. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. I can sweat it out. Let's see if I had anything else written down here to talk about. Do I have any topics? I don't. I did play, uh, I played a show last Thursday. This Thursday was pretty cool. Played at the Springwater. It's a good little show, man. We played with a couple bands, made some contacts, and I saw an old friend, Joshua Whitfield. Shout out, brother. Uh, oh, nice. 
Haven't seen him and his new fiance, Julia. Uh, what the fuck is her last name? It's terrible. Um, I don't know that. Soon to be Whitfield. <laughs> uh, what is Julia's last name? Shit. I'm sorry, Julia. Uh, but anyways, it was really good to see them, and I haven't seen them in years. And uh, well, at least I know I've seen Josh in a year or so, but I haven't seen Julia in a couple of years. And it was good, man. It was good to see. How do you see Josh when I go to events? Because he works all the yeah. concerts. He works at like Marathon and Mercy because and all that shit. He's up on that. He's, he's doing that now. So yeah, yeah. That just goes to show you how long it's been since I've uh, been over there. Yeah, yeah. So he's bartending over there, man. It was good to see him, man. You so see him good. all the time at Gold Rush. R.I.P. Though yeah. there. R.I.P. to Gold Rush, man. Like another staple of my twenties. That was where I went. Was it? Yeah, when I became yeah, yeah. of drinking age. Well, that I'm glad that Melrose is still there. Melrose Billiards uh-huh. and and uh, Gold Rush were the two original sort of. Well, places. I'm glad that me and you went through a Gold Rush phase a couple of years ago, so that we got that little memory in before they closed down. Because uh, and what's that little what's the end? That little bar, that's that little venue that's back there behind there. Oh God, yeah, I played there several times. What's up, Bruce? I know you're not hearing this, but thanks for booking me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that venue actually. It was you know one what? of the nicer little. Ones you know what's interesting? I kind of like it better than East Room actually. We're listening to yeah, I do too. Uh, we're listening to Guns N' Roses. No offense, East Room. Um, we're listening to Guns N' Roses, and what's funny is is the sound man at the end. What was his name? Is it Bruce? Oh fuck, what was his name? The guy that did sound at, at, at the end for years. Uh, excuse me. Actually, wrote Night Train for Guns N' Roses. Because he worked on their tour. He was like their tour guy, maybe like a guitar tech or something. But he was friends with them back in the 80s and early 90s, right? So he wrote Night Train, which they ended up recording. And so he literally lived off the fucking royalties from Night Train. I mean, he worked at at yeah. the end, which I'm sure he wasn't making a lot of money. So, But I mean, but what, what he did for a living was he lived off the Night Train money. Isn't that amazing? You write one song for Guns N' Roses, and that, like, that's basically. It also you, goes to show you if you make that back in the day money, like if you were smart with it, mm-hmm. you can live off one fucking song. Yeah. So he why? Off one so, song. And then you then you look at bands that are going broke. Mm-hmm. Like when I look at, I read an article about a year ago in a Rolling Stone about how Johnny Depp was fucking broke, and I'm like, what, what the fuck? He's fucking. Jo- he's, he got that pirate money. He got all that booty. I don't think he's broke, but I think he's definitely overexpensive. Yeah. He's one of those guys that's gonna have to go a little bit liquid. He's gonna have to sell some shit, and then it'll be fine. It actually, comes full circle because he was friends with Hunter. He's friends with Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. But so. you know, they were saying he has a nine thousand dollar a month wine habit. Yeah. Nine thousand dollars a month, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you multiply that times twelve months. It's a lot of wine consumption. And he has like a man. yacht. He has an estate that mm-hmm. he's like several estates. I'm yeah. sure he's got an estate in Paris where his baby's mama's at and fucking. Well, he 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 bought his mom a farm and then so and that's all like he like he in pays Kentucky. for that to, to, yeah, keep, yeah. to keep that up and everything. Yeah. So it's like, damn, dude. I mean, I I get it, but he's a brilliant actor. But yeah, he's been fucking up recently. And then he fucking beat up Amber Heard, idiot. Yeah, dude. Idiots. I, I have a hard I hate, time dude, coming I hate back when, for that. I hate when people that I fucking really respect, respect their artwork just, fuck just do something stupid. And like, oh, just come on, man. It like, happened to me recently. And like, you cannot you know, hit women, dude. These motherfuckers get out there and like, yeah, dude. what's wrong with them, dude? It happened to me recently. I'm not going to drop any fucking names or give too much th- detail. But somebody that I thought was a really cool dude, I found out was like hitting on a bunch of girls while he was married. Mm. And I'm just like, dude, that's not fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like. Like That's probably why I've never been married because she, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't want to be that asshole married guy. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. It's all about the right woman. Uh, so you won't drop a name? Is it someone famous or someone in your personal life? Someone you no, just someone that uh, a, a friend of a friend of a... Of a just gotcha, that, just yeah. Someone that. He wasn't fucking him. He was just hitting on him. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, pervy, I, but I don't, being but, pervy but about I don't, it. But I don't know, know the dude that well, so maybe he... I, I don't know. I just... Yeah, it yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. was... Um, Exampling a behavior that I did not see fit of a married man. Sure. So, but anyway, it is it's messed up. But it's it's what's fucked up is that I really like the dude in every other sense. So it's like, oh come on, man. But anyway. Yeah, man. There's no excuse for wife beating. I do. Uh, however, I do love that Bill Burr sketch about 
There's no reason to hit a woman. Really? There's no reason? I could think of like 19 off the top of my head. I could probably be wasted puking in a toilet and give you 10. <laughs> Have you heard that sketch? I've heard that one. I've heard also. I mean, truth be told, there are yeah. a lot of fucking oh, reasons to hit women. Well, I think You Chris, just don't fucking do it. You well, know what well, I'm saying? Well, Chris Rock had that bit back in the <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. Remember the Chris Rock? He's like, man, there's always a reason. He's like, there's a reason to push an old man down a flight of stairs. You just don't do it. Exactly. 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 Oh, man. I feel like we're on the horizon. We're at the precipice. We're at the event horizon of a good summer, man. Because I think it's going to be a good uh, I think it's going to be a good summer. I have good feelings about it. I think things are falling in line. I know for me personally, last summer had a lot of turmoil in it, but I think this summer's going to be a lot more easier. I don't think it's going to be easy for you. I think it will because I think I don't I'm I'm coming to the point where I just I'm, I'm gonna start, I'm just gonna start letting shit ride, and whatever ends up happening, happening is happening. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. I'll hold you to that. We'll see. And uh, I'm giving yeah. Tony a hard time. Yeah. I would like it no other way. I'm ready for Tony to put that backhand on the situation. You take those four fingers. Take the bony side. Backside. All knuckle. This is my life. I did get rid of my African faces on the patio and got some tiki faces. So all in the name of love, baby. I'm changing my changing my life. She should have given the African faces to me. What did you do with them? Oh, I took them to Goodwill. I'm sorry. Honestly, I, I thought they were fucking tiki too. I didn't know. I didn't realize the difference. They were um, really fucking old, and they were left over from a past life, so they needed sure. to get rid of. So we got some TV. That was it. That's it. Yeah. Past life situation. Yeah. It. Man, I tell you what. I tell you what. These people put too much fucking cinnamon value in physical objects. Drives me nuts. Yeah, but there's something to be said about, you know, starting new and not holding on to too much stuff in the past. So it's That's all true. Good. It doesn't That's bother true. me. I don't put as much... Um, I'm a history buff. I like history, man. Yeah. I like to, I like to know about it and hear about it. Me too. It. I, I like don't... I, it's it's a weird thing for me because I don't want to destroy all my history because I want my um, progeny? Is that right? Would you like to have re- representation, representation yeah. of your life achieved around? I want the people that come after me to be able to... Because I don't know anything about my grandparents besides... Than being grandma and grandpa, mm-hmm. so I would I would like to, if if they if my grandpa kept a fucking like a memoir, I would mm-hmm. love that shit. Yeah. Um, but also, there's some stuff in there that you know w- when you meet somebody new, they might not want to have written record of all the fucking stupid shit you did when you were younger. So. Well, that's for them to fucking get over. It. <laughs> you're not flaunting it. You're not putting it in their face. You're not saying. Oh, I wish I had still had those times. Mm-hmm. You can't take the old times and and use them as a catalyst to to sort of be negative about the new times. If you're doing that, then yeah, you're fucking up. But if you if you just look at the old times in, in good nature and good fun and good times and don't you know and and enjoy the new times, you know, hey, that's all I'm saying. Dude, I never I make it a point to. And I re- every once in a while it'll slip, but I, I literally, I make it a huge point to never ask a girl about her ex-boyfriends. I don't want to fucking know. Yeah. If they want to volunteer information, I'll listen. You know, if it was a traumatic relationship, I'll listen about it. But I'm never going to fucking ever ask you about any of your past relationships. I don't want to fucking know. I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. I don't want to know. I truly yeah, don't. Yeah, me too. Like, I, cause I don't want also, say, that's like a thing for me. I also don't want to... Um, unfairly judge somebody by exactly. their, on their past self, because I hope that exactly. I'm I'm always changing, and I don't want to be judged on what happened mm-hmm. to me ten years ago. I don't care, and it's like it's it's not a good smell, it's not a good cologne, it's not a good look, and it's not a good feel, and all it does is bring up resentment and like yeah. fucking sh- bullshit. It's like no man, you just fucking you take what you got. And if it, what's in front of you, it, it, whatever you've got in front of you, if that's, you know, if you're using someone's past to sort of discriminate against them or something, then you, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. 
I got in this huge political Facebook rant because I came across this um, uh, post on Facebook video that was it was uh, Paul Rooney, which is a hilarious comedian. I loved him. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Chappelle and all that jazz, and he's a very funny guy. But he essentially it was an interview where he essentially said that all white people were racist. If you're a white person, you're automatically racist. And so I made this nice, well thought out comment on it, and of course I had a few people. You know, call call me explicit names or whatever. You know, mm. basically saying, "Hey, your 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 dead grandparents were scared of us and all this sh- crazy shit, right?" And so I make this very intel- intelligent post about this particular video, and I was amazed at how many black folks stood up for me and was like, "Yeah, he's right." You know what I'm saying? But of course, I had a few mm-hmm. people that were just laying yeah. into me. And they instantly took it personal, talking about my grandparents. And yada, Probably all yada. white people. No, a few black oh. people, a few white people. But but uh, uh, it's funny, is this one guy really laid into me, you know? And so I, when I responded to his very negative, very angry response, I gave this dude the fucking preacher. I fucking wrote the most intelligent, respectful in, in response, you know, and, like, the dude, like... He didn't hit me. He didn't say anything after that. You know what I'm saying? Because I killed him with kindness and also killed him with some knowledge. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know how he got on that, but I'm just saying. Like, people are people take life way too fucking serious. And you gotta you gotta slow I down agree. and not take it too I seriously and, and, and enjoy these moments. Because let me tell you something. They are fleeting. They're so fleeting. I mean, dude, every time I go, it, when you go to sleep at night, you should be grateful and and, and you should be uh, looking forward to the next day because each yeah, day is a blessing. And be like, positive dude, and surrounded. Yeah, now, we all have we all have those moments. I mean, I'm guilty of being depressed once for a couple of days at a time, but okay. I usually pop There's out of it. There's nothing wrong like, with that. No, but you, but you got to surround yourself with people that are like you, people that, 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 uh, that, I don't know, people just positive people that are going to bring you out of your funk and help you out of it and uh i think i think there's a lot of lot to be said about that and i don't think it's shallow to be uh in a good mood all the time it's just you're, you're naturally in a good mood who gives a fuck whether you're in a good mood all the time you can't be no one who is a well-balanced human being is going to be in a good mood all the time if you're in a good mood all the time you're either a on fucking lithium or you're fucking crazy or <laughs> fucking you suffer from a mental illness you know what i'm saying like no one's going to be in a good mood all the time. But it's how you manage it, man. It's like, it's, it's you know, it's important that you do have good times. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a person that suffers from depression or, or you know, or has issues and things really that really negative affect, negative affect, <laughs> I can't speak, help me out. The negative. Negatively affect you in life. Mm-hmm. If you can get that one good day, you know, if you can get that one, as long as you have the light at the end of the tunnel, as long as you can see it, as long as you know it's there, you know what I'm saying? That's important. You know, it's like, it's okay to be depressed. Don't feel bad about it. Don't worry who care. Don't worry about who's judging you for having that depressed day. Yeah. Because it doesn't fucking matter because your real friends aren't going to judge you for that, right? The people that really care about you aren't going to judge you for having that bad day. It's okay. But as long as you're able to see that that's not every day, you know, and each day is a new day and you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Like I have people I in my think. life. My mother suffers from depression and bipolar and shit. You know, she's like, I get it, dude. Like and when I talk to her sometimes for an hour and a half on the phone, trying to like help her out, you know, like I try to make her see the light at the end of the tunnel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I deal with people like that. I've grown up with that shit in my life so I've always had a soft spot for people that suffer from depression yeah you know in fucking I was making a gesture with Tony it's like personal no I, I get it Some, but then it's sometimes and I I like I used to fancy myself the same way but sometimes I get so when there's when you when you keep on trying to when you keep on putting effort into it and they're not still not seeing the light or they're not they're not getting any better it's like are we talking about they or you what are we talking about? At this point, I'm talking about when you try to help other people. Got you. Yeah. And well, there's only so much you can do, guys. Yeah. 
Never let. Okay, here's. Okay, on that note, don't go down with the fucking ship. I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people. He's like, you can't go down with someone's ship, man. If there's only so much fixing you can do, there's only so much help. You know, the ultimate. Ultimately, the only person that can fix. Only person that can fix you is, is you, oneself. That's the only person that could. I mean, it's great to have positive people around, but, uh, you know, that's why we lose so many people to addiction and, uh, excuse me, uh, suicide and depression and stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter how loving a parent you have. It doesn't matter. I mean, how many rich, rich people, rich families lose sons and daughters to depression? doesn't matter how much money you have doesn't matter because it's an illness it's a disease so it's like you know and, and ultimately you know therapy helps but there's only so much you can do you know it, the reality is is that it's nature okay i'm sorry depression is nature it's it's mother nature's way of fucking weeding out and i hate i know that sounds mean but it's like it's no different than someone's born with deformed hand or someone's born with a cleft lip or someone's born with red hair or someone's born you know with giantism it just happens in Wait, life you lump red hair in with deformities <laughs> I, did, I didn't mean to do that actually my ginger folks i love you i i, I actually find red-headed women quite beautiful so being ginger <laughs> is like having a fucking but what i'm hand. trying to <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is it's like there's nothing you can do about it. okay i'm sorry <laughs> I'm not British, damn it. I don't hate ginger people. I love you. Uh, I love my redheads, man. Uh, I find redhead women very attractive. You're you're lovely, in my opinion. But you know what I'm saying, though, right, Tony? It's like yeah. it, it's like people were born with different chemical balances yeah, it's, in their it's, brain. It's, it, the way you, nothing the you, way you do think about, about something is just you can't help that. Like you Everyone can't. has a different chemical balance in their brain. And it's like some people are born... And it doesn't mean their brain is bad. If you're born with a mental illness or a mental disease or, you know, it doesn't mean your brain is bad. If you're depressed, it doesn't mean you have a bad brain. It just means that, you know, the balance isn't quite right. You know, there's mm -hmm. something in your brain that's saying, you know, whatever part of the brain that, that affects emotion, you know, is, is fucking, it's a bit tainted, you know. Sorry. I know. It's a very depressing No, episode. I know. Well, don't 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 say depressing. That's part of what we're talking about. Well, that's true. I'm fucking. What's the word? I'm making light of depression. What's the word? Something arising. I've had trivializing. I, I don't mean to trivialize. Tri I've had three beers, dude. I've had three beers in a yeah. shot. I'm okay, I don't mean to trivialize depression. Is that the right word? You're the booker. You're, you're I don't the know. smart. I don't guy. think that's the word you're looking for. To know. make to make light of or trivial of a heavy situation. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Of that note, fuck you guys. We love you. <laughs> you fucking fuck you, and we love you at the same time. Can we fuck you? We want to fuck we, you. I mean, if we love you, we want to fuck you. We want to fuck. We want to fuck you with our shirt. We want to. We want to verbally. We want to audibly fuck all of you, all the listeners, with our tones. All ten of you. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>